Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. We have got an absolute loaded show for you. Did you know it's the anniversary of Rudy Gobert testing positive for COVID? Crazy. It's been a full year now. What have we learned in the world of sports? Big news out of the state of Texas with Dak, but also the Cowboys and the Rangers expecting full crowds. Will Kane is now going to be a weekly guest with us. He will join us in the second hour of the program, formerly of ESPN, now doing uh, Fox and Friends Saturday and Sunday from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. And Jeff Schwartz will slide in to hang out with us in the third hour of the program, breaking down NFL free agency and uh, franchise tags, as well as the DAC contract in general. All that headed your way. It's OutKick. We're live 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, but you get the podcast at your leisure, and it begins right now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. One year ago today, Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID and basically the world of sports began to shut down. And you remember, and I think you will be talking about with your kids, maybe even your grandkids in the years ahead, as there will likely be a ton of documentaries that are done. You remember what it was like as all of the conference basketball tournaments started to end and guys were legitimately being pulled off of the court as they were getting ready to play or in the case of some games during halftime where they just came in and said hey this game is over that's what happened in the big east they got the first half in and then they shut it down for the second half and now it is a year later a full year later since Rudy Gobert 
tested positive for COVID and the world of sports basically shut down in that 24 hours, in the ensuing 24 hours. And I thought it was incredibly ironic to see the news coming out of Texas the next day. The day before, I should say, this one-year anniversary. When we've been talking about this on this show for a long time, when will stadiums be back to 100% capacity? And I think as quickly as things shut down, I think there's going to be a really quick return now of 100% capacity because the Texas Rangers came out and they said it is their intent to play in front of a packed house for Major League Baseball opening day. We've been debating on this show, when was that date going to be? And some people said April, and some people said May, and initially I was saying, hey, I think we'll have 100% capacity by the All-Star game in July, and some people told me I was crazy. And then Joe Biden came out and said, hey, everybody is going to have the right to take the vaccine by May 31st. And I said, well, by June 1st, everything needs to be back up and running. And I shifted to April or May. The state of Texas basically has decided to open back up 100%. And so the Texas Rangers have vaulted to the front of the line as it pertains to arguments about 100% capacity by early April. Dub, you can look up exactly what day the Texas Rangers play their first home game I don't know if anybody else is going to jump the line in front of the Texas Rangers. I find it hard to believe. But I think crowds are going to come back in a hurry. The question is going to be how many people are going to be interested in going to, for instance, Major League Baseball games outside. How many people are going to want to go to the NBA, particularly as the playoffs get closer. I'm genuinely intrigued to see what that scenario and situation is going to look like. But I'm incredibly optimistic that we are going to see full stadiums in many parts of the country, beginning with Texas and beginning with Florida, compared to every other place out there. And as a part of that, the Dallas Cowboys, in announcing Dak Prescott yesterday, came out and said that they are going to be having 100% capacity in the Dallas Cowboys stadium as well. We'll talk a little bit more about that press conference with Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott April 1st, sorry, April 5th, by the way, is the first home Rangers game that will be played against Toronto. So by April 5th, we will have 100% stadium capacity in at least one stadium in the great state of Texas. Now, I have been arguing for this for months because I went to NFL games, I went to college football games, I went to college basketball games. I may even try to go up to Indianapolis next week, depending on what some of the uh, what some of the games look like over the weekend, and may try to even go watch some of those games. Not that bad of a drive from Nashville up to Indianapolis, depending on how the ticket situation looks. I may even be going up and watching some NCAA tournament games next weekend. But the argument out there that I think is fascinating about this is, did we actually get it right? Now that, in many respects, the Corona Bros, as I called them, have lost the battle of sports. And I'll be honest with you, the Corona Bros won many of the battles in March and April. And they thought they were going to win the battle to shut down all of college athletics. 
and they thought they were going to win the battle to keep the NBA from coming back. Because remember, it's actually kind of funny to go back and listen to probably some of those clips. But way before the NBA talked about playing in a bubble, I remember coming on this show and saying, hey, I got an idea. The NBA should just play in a bubble. And everybody ridiculed me. Like it was the dumbest idea that had ever existed. I said the same thing about the NHL. I said they could just take over a college campus that had been abandoned or a place where they could set up security. I suggested Las Vegas as a potential destination with all the hotels there and all the basketball courts and facilities. They ended up going to Disney World, which is a really good solution, I think. But a lot of people told me that was crazy. I think now the question that is going to start to be asked more and more in the months and the years ahead is let's look back just like we would in any game that takes place. What do we always say? Hindsight's twenty twenty. Your team wins. You go back and you look at the game and you say, boy, that was really a bad play call. That's, if we hadn't turned the ball over there, boy, if we had scored on that drive, if the ref hadn't called goaltending on that play, if we hadn't pulled our goalie a little bit early, all of this different Monday morning quarterbacking, so to speak, the hindsight an analysis of games that took place in order to try to figure out why did we lose, how do we win next time, all of that takes place. I think now the next step of looking at all these decisions is going to be made, and I think sports did a decent job getting back. But I think in retrospect, there was no actual reason to shut down sports for more than about two weeks. And some of you out there are like, oh my God, how would you ever say that, Clay? Well, the answer is because they told us that we had 15 days to slow the spread, and it's still a year later, and a lot of people out there listening to me right now, your kids still aren't in school. Your job may not exist anymore. Your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar may have had to close down. There certainly have been a lot of people get ill and die, but none of those factors have applied to young athletes. And in fact, if you look at the data, and this is something that almost no one talks about, the NBA playing outside of a bubble this year, COVID has been far more prevalent now than it was in July, August, September, and October when they played inside the bubble last year. In other words, the NBA started their season in a world where COVID was far more common. And when we shut down all these different leagues, they came back with COVID being far more prevalent than it was when we shut them down. For instance, when baseball opened back up, there were far more cases of COVID in July and August and September than there were in March, April, and May when baseball didn't play at all. So in terms of the raw numbers of COVID, I actually think looking back on everything retrospectively now, you can make an argument that outside of that first couple of weeks when everybody was panicking, we should have almost immediately opened everything back up. I think that's what the data is going to show. I really do. And I hope that as all of this data is analyzed and looked at, we learn massive lessons about our failures and also our media's failures as it came to embracing all the worst storylines. 
And let me give you an example of two states in this country that had diametrically opposed responses to COVID and the results that we have seen for them as a result of that, okay? I'm going to start with the state of Florida. The state of Florida, I'm focusing primarily on sports, although I'm also going to talk about the larger economic situations. The state of Florida, if you are a sports fan, has been the single most instrumental place to returning sports. And let me explain what I mean. If you remember when everything shut down in March, do you remember what the first big event was that you could watch that was somewhat sports-related after several weeks without any sports? WWE's WrestleMania. Where did that happen in early April of 2020? Florida. What came after that? NASCAR was one of the first sports to come back, and they came back with crowds present. Where did they do it? Initially in South Carolina, but then they went, if I remember correctly, straight down to Florida. Remember the golf challenge that we saw? The great battle between Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods and Tom Brady and Charles Barkley? Where did that happen? Florida. What about the NBA bubble happens in Florida? The college football national championship game happens with crowds present in Florida. The Super Bowl happens with crowds present in Tampa. The Daytona 500 just happened with crowds present. All of these events, if you go back and rewrite and restudy everything that happened in the world of sports, the state of Florida, also the state of Texas, but the state of Florida more so than any place else, was the most instrumental in returning sports to our national entertainment pastime. State that has restricted things more than anywhere else. By the way, state of Florida also opens all of their schools. If your kids are in public school in Florida, they had an option to go. They also, in the state of Florida, opened up all of their amusement parks, Disney World, SeaWorld, Universal Studios, all of them opened up by July of last year. All of these things are happening. The beaches are all open. The parks are all open. I told you I haven't hidden any of my actions throughout the entirety of this crazy pandemic. We were here talking with you every single day. I moved my family down to Florida for the month of May. We hung out at the beaches. They were all open. Florida more so than any big state in the country, has stayed open. The state that has actually shut down more so than I believe any state in the country, many of you are listening to me right now in that state, California. Gavin Newsom, all sorts of draconian lockdown rules. San Francisco 49ers, they have to move to Arizona to finish their season. No fans allowed for any events The Pac-12 can't even play until freaking November. They get left behind by the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12. No one is in school in California in big numbers unless you're fortunate enough to be able to afford private school. 
as many, by the way, of the lockdown politicians are. Kids aren't able to play any kind of athletics. I believe high school football is just now returning in the city of Los Angeles this weekend. Crazy. The most locked down big state over that long period of time, the state of California. How is the data between the state of California and between the state of Florida, right? Objectively, let's start with two different things. Let's look at the death rate from COVID and let's also consider the unemployment rate. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the absolute most up-to-date numbers when it comes to unemployment rates, the state of Florida has a 5.1% unemployment rate. The state of California has a 9.3% unemployment rate. California almost has double the unemployment rate of the state of Florida. Okay? Some of you out there are like, okay, but what about safety? What about the safety of locking down the state of California like we did compared to those Neanderthals down in Florida? Well, it's an interesting data analysis there as well. You can go and look this up yourself to the Worldometer site and you can look at the death rate per 1 million people from COVID. And you know what you find there? California is almost identical. The death rate in California from COVID is almost identical to Florida, even though Florida has far, far, far more elderly people, and elderly people have been the most at risk since this all started from COVID. In particular, The death rate per 1 million in the state of California. This is the data literally as I am looking at it from yesterday. 1,385 per million. Florida is 1,490. If you adjust Florida's population to take into account the fact that they have a much more substantial elderly population than California, Florida has a lower death rate and an infinitely lower unemployment rate. They have had fans present. All of their amusement parks have been open. Governor Gavin Newsom is getting recalled because people are starting to see this data and they are saying, my goodness, what they told us about the lockdowns all being necessary in order to save lives were not true. The data reflects that the numbers ended up being not very different at all, whether you lock down and cost all these small businesses to go out of business and everybody to lose their jobs, or whether you stayed as open as a state could, like Florida. In other words, California when you adjust for population, has more deaths than Florida does, despite the fact that Florida put all their kids in school, they played all their sports, they allowed everybody to come and actually be able to attend games, and they kept open all their businesses. 
indoor dining, all their restaurants, all of their amusement parks, considered Disney World versus Disneyland. Disneyland is still shut down. It's been shut down for a year. Disney World has been open for a year. They haven't seen any COVID cases come from Disney World. It's outdoors. It's safe. I took my family to Universal Studios. I'm sharing facts with you that almost no one will in the world of media, period, and hardly anyone in the world of sports media. Florida led us out of the sports shutdown. California almost still hasn't opened up sports, and they still have gotten no benefit from it. That's the difference between a leader who looks at the data and makes smart, calculated decisions like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis did and a governor who buys into the fear and doesn't look at the science and the data like Gavin Newsom did. Again, these are facts. You can look them up yourself. I'm going to write an article and lay it all out for you on Thursday uh, afternoon at OutKick. That should be up by Thursday afternoon. I'm giving you an early preview for what I'm going to be writing today. I've already done all the research. I'm comparing Florida and California, two states that went completely in different directions with COVID, and Florida has dunked all balls-in-the-face style on the state of California. It's data. It's not my opinion. It's directly what the factual data shows us to be true. And I bet many of you right now on the anniversary of the Rudy Gobert shutdown, your minds are blown because you're like, holy cow, how did I not know this? California, 9.3% unemployment rate. A lot of you listening to me in California right now may well have lost your jobs. You might have lost your business. Florida, 5.1% unemployment rate. No difference in the death rate. In fact, if you adjust based on the age of the population, Florida has done a better job with COVID than California did. Was it the right decision to stay shut down with the world of sports? I'm going to continue to unpack that. Also, Dak Prescott, how about his deal? What about Jerry Jones? Did he overpay? Uh, And Kirk Herbstreit was speaking at an event I attended on Wednesday night sorry, Tuesday night. I thought it was fantastic what he said. My kids and his, one of my sons and one of his sons go to the same school. want to kind of build on that with some advice for a lot of you out there. Big news, by the way, for the show. Will Kane scheduled to join us in the second hour of the program. He is now going to become a weekly guest. Many of you may see Will uh, on Fox and Friends Saturday and Sunday from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. You may well have listened to his radio program on ESPN that had built up quite a bit of an audience. I'm excited to have him on. We'll have him breaking down the Dak Prescott decision as well. All of that headed your direction. I appreciate all of you. Thanks for hanging out with us. I am Clay Travis. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be People out there are like, you have no idea what you're talking about. That data speaks. I always say, 
in terms of explaining why Florida brought sports back and was more instrumental in bringing back sports than any other state out there and comparing them with California. You can agree or disagree with my opinions, but the facts often tell you the story before you even need to get to the opinion. One reason why I'm very comfortable with having strong opinions is because I'm confident that I get my facts right. And if you don't get your facts right, then you can have strong opinions, but they're not really going to be grounded in any reliable data. There's no strong foundation for them. But when you look at the actual data, they'll often lead you to your opinion. And look, my opinion is pretty straightforward, and I think the data supports it in a massive way. No state was more responsible for bringing back sports than Florida, and no big state has handled COVID better than the state of Florida has. New York's been a disaster. California's been a disaster. Texas has actually done pretty well. Florida's done the best. Now, to Texas's credit, I think they're going to lead us potentially back to 100% full stadiums on April 5th with the Texas Rangers, which I'm ecstatic about. I think having full stadiums is a major win against the Corona Bro community. And let me just reflect upon that for a moment too, because I want all of you out there in the years ahead to remember who you listened to and who you followed and how many of those people scared you to death and told you it was impossible to play sports. On this show, we spent months fighting as hard as we possibly could for sports to come back. And that was a tough battle to fight in March and April of last year, even though the facts were on our side. And if you remember, you go back and you look, people were so mad at me when I would say, hey, college athletes are going to be fine. They're under more danger from the seasonal flu than they are from playing sports during COVID. And people were like, you have no idea how many players are going to die. You don't care about death. I was like, no, the data is pretty straightforward. If you're under the age of 50 and in decent health, you're going to be fine. And if you're certainly under the age of 20, you're even more likely to be fine. And I've lived my life relying on that data. My kids have played Little League for the past year. Basketball, football, soccer, baseball, everything. They've all played. My kids have been in school for this entire school year since August. It's crazy now. Schools get out in Tennessee around May 20th where I am. We're almost done with the entire school year and my kids have been in person for the entire year. We're already planning our trip down to Florida where I'll do the show like we always do for Memorial Day. And the whole school year is going to be complete and we're going to be into summer just like a normal year. And there's many people out there with kids who a year after their school shut down, they're still not able to actually have their kids present in school. So I believe in data because data ultimately leads you to good decisions. And if you respond emotionally to many things, then I think there's never been a worse time to be alive, honestly. Because 
all day long, every day on social media, you're being draped in emotion. And emotion is not logical or rational. If you just looked at the data, you knew athletes were going to be fine. You knew your kids were going to be fine. You knew schools should be open. You knew kids should be able to play sports. And so many people didn't look at the data that a year after Rudy Gobert, I think what is going to happen, and you're already seeing this happen with schools, right? Basically, there is a massive consensus that schools should be open now. That's not a new consensus. In June of last year, all of the pediatricians in the country said kids need to be in school and all schools need to be open. And people just bowed to the wishes of the teachers' unions instead of actually opening schools and letting kids be able to play sports and have normal lifestyles. All of the science and all of the data was clear that schools should be open, certainly now, but that was clear all the way back in June and July. And the reality is we should have never shut schools down because even the decision to shut schools down, which was based on panic, was based on using the models from the 1918 flu pandemic, which was nothing like COVID because the 1918 flu pandemic actually impacted all ages as opposed to COVID, which mostly impacted in a negative way senior citizens. And so the reality is we should have never shut down schools. And I actually think if we had been able to follow the data, the logic, and the facts, other than maybe a two-week shutdown, a pause in the seasons back in March, we should have never shut down sports either. All of those leagues should have been able to continue to play. And as evidence of that, I would point to what happened when the NBA left the bubble and played this year. The rates of COVID infection in December and January in this country were far in excess of what they were in March, April, May, June, July, and August, and September and October, when the NBA was either shut down or playing in a bubble. I will say that over time, people have come to realize, oh, you know what, this can be done. And I do think a lot of people in sports deserve credit, in particular, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred. Do you remember the panic when the Miami Marlins started to test positive for COVID. Everybody, the Corona bros in sports media, immediately said, what? You have to shut down everything. You have to stop everything from being able to continue. There's no way that you can go forward at all. And to Rob Manford's credit, he made the decision that that was not true and continued forward, and Major League Baseball was able to complete their season with fans present, and I think they'll have a totally normal season, by and large, this year. Same thing was true, by the way, for NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, early on, remember when the Tennessee Titans had their first outbreak, people said, what are we doing trying to play in the NFL? This is absurd. There's no way to play outside of the bubble. That's what people said. Initially, they said the bubble wouldn't work. But when the NBA and the NHL proved the bubble would work, the next step of attack for the Corona Bros was, well, there's no way to play outside of the bubble, so you have to shut down Major League Baseball. You have to shut down the NFL as soon as people started testing positive. And to their credit, 
Rob Manfred and Roger Goodell said, no, we're going to stay open. We're going to keep our seasons going. And then in college football, to their eternal credit, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey in particular, also the ACC and the Big 12, they refused to shut down. And then the Big 10 and the Pac-12 meekly returned and said, oh, by the way, we feel like now we can finish our seasons too. And to this point, even with all the challenges that are going in outside of the bubble in the NBA and in college basketball, essentially college basketball season will be finished soon. Next week, the NCAA will return uh, with the tournament. And after that first weekend, most of the teams will be complete, be down to, to 16 teams remaining, and we'll just all play it out inside of that bubble in Indianapolis. And you now, if you notice don't hear a single person arguing against being able to continue sports. But NFL, to their credit, held the NFL draft, said we're going to do this, found a way to get it done, found the way uh, in Major League Baseball to fight through even though they only played a 60-game season. But I think we're now on the other side as all of the vaccinations continue and all the 100 million people who have already had COVID, I think that we will start to return to some semblance of normalcy. But we should have been there before now if we had just looked at the data and followed the lead of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who I think handled COVID better than any big state governor in the country. And let me just say this too. This is one of the advantages over time, it will be, of having 50 different state governments which could make their own decisions about what to do. You're going to be able to go back and look at 50 different laboratories, which is why our state governments and our federalism system exists, and say, okay, which states did the best job handling a very challenging situation with COVID? You're going to be able to know the answer to that question to a large extent in the days, the weeks, the months, and the years ahead as all of this data is finally shared and people start to dissect it and frankly, as so much of it becomes less politically connected. I'm a data guy. If you can convince me that something makes the right choice for our larger universe, I'll support it no matter who comes up with that idea. So I think there is going to be a ton to learn As we move forward, but a year after Rudy Gobert tested positive, I am absolutely ecstatic that we now know the Texas Rangers are planning 100% capacity in their stadium against the Toronto Blue Jays on April 5th. That, my friends, is an official end to me for the sports pandemic universe because once we have full stadiums again, People may have to wear masks sometimes. I'm not going to get into that or what other additional steps might have to be taken. But once we've got 100% full stadiums, this thing is over. It's time for sports to get right back to normal all over again. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. (laughs) 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com com slash sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be one year anniversary of sports shutting down in the evening and the ensuing day i'm excited to have the conference basketball tournaments back and uh we also had yesterday the Dak prescott uh, uh press conference which felt like a normal press conference by the way we haven't had a lot of those normal press conferences lots of people there in person Dak, jerry jones sitting side by side And I thought this was emblematic about what exactly Jerry Jones has accomplished with the Dallas Cowboy uh, franchise. I saw this was tweeted out by Sage Steele. Uh, Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys in 1989 
for $140 million. And if you remember back in 1989 when Jerry Jones paid $140 million for the Cowboys, so many people out there were like, oh my God, Jerry Jones, what is he thinking? He is wildly overpaying for the Dallas Cowboy franchise. That's what everybody said. And even Jerry Jones himself has acknowledged people thought he was a lunatic. Who's this crazy Texas oil guy, 1989, buying the Dallas Cowboys, $140 million. He's a madman. He's going to lose money hand over fist. He's got no opportunity here. $140 million in 1989. Jerry Jones just paid his quarterback, Dak Prescott, $160 million over the next four years. So Jerry Jones, 32 years after he bought the Dallas Cowboys, is now going to be in a position where he is paying his quarterback over the next four years $20 million more than he bought the entire franchise for way back in 1989. That is an incredible accomplishment by Jerry Jones. And what are the Cowboys worth right now? Five point five billion dollars jerry jones turned an investment into the dallas cowboys that cost him 140 million dollars into a five and a half billion dollar franchise valuation in the space of about 32 years a lot of people out there can criticize jerry jones as it pertains to his role as a general manager of the dallas cowboys And Lord knows he hasn't been perfect in his analysis of talent or in terms of taking the Dallas Cowboys back to the promised land after Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer got the Cowboys three titles early in Jerry's tenure in Big D. But what he has been is, I think there's a strong argument for this, maybe the greatest owner in the history of team sports. I think you could put George Steinbrenner on that list. It's a short list. I think you could put Jerry Jones on that list. And I think you'd probably have to put Jerry Jones at the absolute top, at the apex of that list for what he has been able to accomplish. It's really pretty extraordinary. Uh, When we come back, by the way, in the second hour of the program, we got a big new weekly guest that I'm excited to debut He is Will Kane, formerly had his own radio program on ESPN. He now will be joining us weekly on Fox Sports Radio. He is a weekend host on Fox and Friends on Saturday and Sunday, and he's also going to be debuting his own podcast in April. I think you guys are going to absolutely love him. I am excited to add him as the newest member of the OutKick family. encourage you to go follow him at Will Kane on Twitter. And then in the third hour of the program, we are scheduled to be joined by Jeff Schwartz. But in the meantime, rejoice. One year after Rudy Gobert tested positive and the entire NBA shut down, we now are celebrating the Texas Rangers announcing that they are going to have 100% capacity on April 5th for the start of the Major League Baseball season. And lots of people have already come out and said, we're going to have 100% full stadiums for the fall, including Jerry Jones, a.k.a. the guy who turned $140 million investment into the Dallas Cowboys 
into five and a half billion dollars and by the way had himself of a heck of a good time along the way also this is outkick i appreciate all of you hanging out with us here on fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific oh 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 o'reilly Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.